Welcome to our most recent podcast from Boxer Systems. Uh, we're fortunate to be sitting here with Boxer Systems CTO Mark Risby, who is going to tell us a little bit about the justifiably or unjustifiably uh, bit of a bad rap with streaming media. As interesting and attractive as it is, uh, it does get a bit of a rap for struggling with quality and stability, um, especially during live events when a lot of people are trying to get on to see a similar event at the same time as compared to traditional methods. Um, do you see that as being justifi- a justifiable knock, or is it something that's changing rapidly, Mark? Um, I guess it's justifiable in, in the fact that, you know, certainly it has happened. I mean, there have been some large events that have, um, uh, you know, recently that have been uh, difficult to scale, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, perhaps people have been surprised at the number of customers who came on. Um, I guess the, the thing to remember that when you're looking at a streaming system end-to-end is it's quite complicated it's not you know it, more complicated than we, than we think well it's but yeah significantly more complicated than we're doing at the minute in linear broadcast I guess. Yeah. so you know right now we we have a relatively defined chain within a broadcast mm-hmm. and it pops out from there it goes off to a cable head end or a you know satellite uplink or something along those lines and it gets pushed out and you don't really have that many problems with the you know the last mile if you yeah. like um with streaming, you've, you've got everything from, you know, the streamer, you've got a CDN that you probably have no control over, mm-hmm. um, you have a customer's device you have no control over, yeah. you have the customer's network that you have no control over, and, you know, many networks in between different links, right. different places. So, you know, for a start, you, just the system itself is quite complex. Um, and, you know, then you've got the, you know, things like the loads. So... You know, if if you are uh, you know running some very large events, um, you know you don't necessarily know until the very last minute how many you know people you're going to have viewing it. Yeah, of course. So you know, if you throw up a, a satellite, or, you know, you you have an antenna, it doesn't matter whether it's one or a million, mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. You know, with something like this, it's a different it's a different world. So you have to be prepared, um, and the system has to be flexible. You know, to to cope with that. Sure. So it's just not the same. <laughs> well, that being the case, Mark, then how do you scale a system to deal with such events, large-scale events? Okay, well, I guess we can approach large-scale events in a different way than we've been doing up to now. So one of the good things about the way streaming technology works and the way we can virtualize and, and cloud some of this mm-hmm. is, especially for events, um, they can be made temporary. So, you know, we've got, um, you know, one of our partners, Telestreamers, has a, a system that they're just launching called Optic. Yeah. And um, the point of that is for you to be able to burst, well, not necessarily burst in this case, but actually to create a channel, a streaming channel in the cloud um, for a specific event mm-hmm. that you can um, scale, but also add resilience into depending on, you know, what you want to spend and how much you care about sure. you know, that content. Sure. Um, so then it's a case, I guess, it's like, you know, in a way, it's like virtualizing the kind of thing we already do on the ground now. So if you take how we would do a linear channel, we always have points where we're testing the quality of that channel yeah. along the way. Um, so, you know, And you can test it at any point in the channel, Absolutely, that and that's what we do, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with TV now, right? So we get yeah. very few outages, and when they are outages, we know pretty quickly about where they come from. So I think what, you know, what Telestream are trying to do here is kind of replicate that sort of workflow. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can say, right, I want to spin up a channel. Yeah. Um, I would like to have multiple cloud providers doing my encode and my streaming, my packetization. Mm-hmm. I can have multiple CDNs on the back of that, and I can deliver it through different networks, yeah. but under one orchestration layer. And the key to that is that you have points 
like probe points, if you like, along the system so I can see where my problems are occurring. Do I have a quality issue or an outage? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, am I, am I effectively seeing low quality or problems because of my load, you know, at, yeah. at, at the end? Is the device itself, you know, an issue? But if we probe and monitor in different places, we can have a system that self-heals or a system that reroutes to different, you know, maybe a different CDN. If there's a problem with CDN 1, we flip to CDN 2. Right. And keep the disruption that the user sees down to a minimum. Mm-hmm. So it's making, um, you know, the, the sort of uh, streaming service, I guess, excuse me, much more resilient, much more, um, you know, like we're used to dealing with, yeah. you know, with, 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 with different routes. Um, because that's how we've worked in broadcast for ages. You know, the, the signal is important. You know, we typically have had in the past, you know, most people have two transmission servers, sure. you know, and two A and a B chain or whatever throughout the whole facility so that there was no single point of failure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people haven't approached streaming in the same way. They've they've streamed on a, uh, on a budget, you know, because yeah. initially perhaps streaming wasn't where your money was in your organization. It no, was a of course sort of not. bolt-on yeah, service. Yeah. So not everybody approached it in in a full belt and braces, you know, right. broadcast full line. On. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we now full we can on do broadcast that. standard that we were used to. Not what we've been used yeah. to, you know. So I think um, uh, there's certainly those that did, mm-hmm. but it wasn't everybody. So I think now people see that the revenues, especially in pay per view, yeah, you know, that is the revenue. Yeah, you know, um, and you know we are seeing people approaching this in a much more pragmatic way. Um, so, I mean, a Telestream system, I think, has got a lot going for it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's brand new, um, but they are, they've really thought it through, leveraging their IQ uh, technology that, that came from IniaQuest and their acquisition there. Yeah. So they've been used to monitoring, you know, in complex broadcast chains sure. you know, from, from source to, you know, to transmission. But bringing that sort of technology into a, into a cloud-based streaming service, mm-hmm. you know, makes a lot of sense because actually you have many parts where something can go wrong. And actually, mm-hmm. unlike broadcasts, you don't have control over most of those. Yeah. You are not the CDN. You know, you are not the cloud provider. So we want to know where those issues are so that we can, you know, deal with them quickly. So I, I think that kind of approach is actually, you know, very sensible and makes you know, makes the streaming, um, you know, concept really, really work and, and will ultimately make it a more reliable and better product for the end user. By making it more reliable, it becomes more viable. And um, I think people, you know, people are getting to that point now where they'll put their credit card down for, you know, for a big event. Uh, and we've been lucky, you know. Yeah, I certainly that, have. Yeah. You know, and, and the Olympics have helped that, for example. You know, the last couple of Olympics, um, especially here in the UK, have been made, you know, very available uh, on uh, streaming services, uh, so niche sports and uh, that would never have got live coverage on on normal TV are you know, watchable by people live as it happens, and and I think um, that's really whetted the appetite um, for the consumer. But you know we're in a position right now where we're going to start seeing you know anything from school games upwards live stream to very specific audiences. Yeah, and I think you know schools are looking for revenue streams. You know, sure. uh, as our clubs, uh, you know, small clubs and things like that, and, and can actually quite easily now see a stream of a live game. Um, you know, that, that's that's a way that they've never have gone to mm-hmm. for a, you know for five pounds or something. You know, um, and they don't need their own infrastructure to do that. You can you can put that in the cloud for a limited amount of time with no investment. Um, in you know in in uh, in tin in the cloud. You mm-hmm. know, or on prem and stream from a, a, a relatively inexpensive camera and computer. For a lot of people, that opens up a market that just wasn't there before. 
So it sounds to me like with the likes of what uh, Telestream is offering that any questions about reliability and st stability may still be there in some instances, but they're becoming much less so and are mitigated in, in ways that um, makes it become less of an issue and more of a growth industry. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you'll get rid of um, you know issues. You know, as I say, these are complex systems. So complex systems. Yeah, sure. So it's how it's like with anything. It's how you deal with that. Yeah. So you know, if you get an outage in that cloud provider, um, have a second one online. You yeah. Know, and, and CDNs uh, have got very good at scaling now for video. Um, you know, but you cannot be sure. You know, yeah. so having other options for CDNs and having that abstracted in a simple system, and, and building in controls that allow switching to happen. You know, intelligently, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with the sort of data-led sort of you know decisions, uh, you know, is going to really revolutionise that because you know, how do you control multiple clouds, multiple CDNs from from one place, from one operator? You know, a lot of people have rolled their own systems up to now, and mm -hmm. they, you know, they, they require looking after. You have got different displays up for each area <laughs> and each system and each owner of you know and each supplier of that product. So the ability to sort of orchestrate that from a single place is, is very powerful. Well, Mark, as always, you've offered some really valuable and very interesting insights, and I really appreciate your time and look forward to our next visit. Thank you.